0: that you can use to train your feet for life for more information about the movement sessions the food the center head to my website nutritiousmovement.com slash retreat that's nutritiousmovement.com slash retreat this is katie b and you are about to listen to an early episode of my podcast now the show is called the Move Your DNA podcast, and you can find all episode transcripts and the show notes to this episode at nutritiousmovement.com slash podcast. Enjoy.
1: You're listening to Katie Says, the podcast that helps you become aligned and well. Join us for conversations with Katie Bowman, biomechanist, creator, and director of the Restorative Exercise Institute, author, teacher, blogger, mother, and total body nerd. Understand the mechanical causes of modern ailments, learn how to fix them, and restore yourself to a more functional state of natural human movement. We hope you find the general information on biomechanics, movement, and alignment informative and helpful, but it is not intended to replace medical advice and shouldn't be used as such. And now, your host, Danny Hammett.
2: Hey there, it's Danny again, and I'm talking with Katie. How's it going? Good. It's always good. What, what would you I do know, if you I said it. terrible? Well, I'd, I'd probably try and, you know, empathize a little bit and find out oh. what's going on, man. I'm glad you're always good. You have a good attitude. Thanks. Yeah, life is beautiful, truly. It is. I like living it. Okay. All
0: right, that's that's a good podcast. Well, there we go. We have, we have solved all the, the problems. The, the end.
2: end. Yep, yep. Have a nice day, everybody. <laughs> Make sure to stretch your eyes and stretch your calves. Um <laughs> Well, so a lot of us have to deal with cars and there's, there's a lot of studies that focus on what vehicle pollution does to us, like to our lungs, our skin, you know, our respiratory systems. But there's, what about the things our bodies do or go through to accommodate vehicle use? And Although some of us don't ever really have to be in a car except for make a road trip uh, or a taxi ride if they live in a place like New York where they just don't live with a car, we just we have to use them sometimes and their seats suck and we have to sit still for way too long. That's the part that drives me crazy. I just get the Jimmy legs and want to start shaking my legs. But wow, this some- is
0: this is like Debbie Downer.
2: Oh, well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and for some people, they have to sit in cars Hours a day. I don't know if you've ever had a huge commute, but it's really hard on your body. So, what can we do? What kind of things do our bodies go through by being in a car? And and what do you think about what we can do to kind of help counteract that? Aside from the obvious, which is be in them as little as possible. Right.
0: So that's always my first answer. It's like, what's the best way to beat my car? It's like as little as possible. Next question. Um, but <laughs> I've written a couple blog posts about it. So you can link. Can you link to those in the.
2: Yes, oh, I can. Okay.
0: So I know that one, one of them is, I think, called Car Alignment Part 1. I don't think I ever wrote Car Alignment Part 2 because that's how I roll. Get it? That's how it is. Uh, But I did write another one called Unpimp Your Ride. So those are two sources. But, yeah, I think that we could cover some things that you can do to make that inevitable car trip a little bit better on your body. You want to do that?
2: Well, just drive us forward.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. oh, let the puns. Oh, there's a the lot, puns, I'm sure. I know. I know. It's going to be great. We're not going to tire of those, are we?
2: Oh, I was going to use that one later too. Dang it! And scratch that off the list. I think of some yeah. more. All right. Well, let's talk cars. Okay. So
0: first, the, I think that this is know about their car that they might not have known before. As you look at your gas gauge, there is a triangle next to the picture of the gas tank that tells you which side your gas tank is on. Did you know that? I did know that. Shut
2: up. I did. I did. Which is really helpful if you have a rental car and you don't know what the heck's going on.
0: I did not know that until like this year. And to me, that is the most important thing that everyone should know about their car.
2: It is a good one.
0: Well, it's, I guess I travel a lot and I'm constantly in rental cars. And so, so I just wanted to, that's all I wanted to share today. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Okay. In Move Your DNA, I talk about, it's not always about sitting less. It's just about sitting differently. So if you feel trapped in your um, car life right now that you feel like you can't reduce it at all or do anything with it, you can at least do it differently so that you're not be getting the same shape of your body over and over again. So that's what those posts um, are about. So a couple things. Do you think anyone's listening to this while they're driving? I'm sure some people have to be. Right. So if you're listening to this while you're driving, pay attention to the road. That's what we should put a disclaimer. Do not try these things while you're driving if it takes your attention away from driving. But What a lot of people tend to do when they drive is their right leg is reaching out, pushing on the gas pedal, right? Mm -hmm. Their left leg is not pushing on anything and is usually flexed at the knee and the hip. I'm doing this with my hands right now. So your right right arm, well, my right arm right now because I'm doing this in the air, which is your leg is all the way reaching. Your toes are pointed probably as well while at the same time you're doing the opposite with your other leg and that doesn't doesn't just load the legs in a particular way you're loading your pelvis you're loading the right and left halves of your pelvis differently you're you're creating this like torque where one half of your pelvis is rotating forward the other half of your pelvis is rotating backwards you got are you with me on that one totally so stop pulling your left leg back even though your left leg doesn't have to do anything there is a little pedal that most cars have on the left side of the pedals, that is just a foot rest that you can keep your left foot on. It's really hard to do because you'll reach your left foot out there. And then over time, all of a sudden, you'll notice it's like my my left leg came back to this flexed and bent up position. So that's something that you can work on is at least extending or, and pressing through both legs.
2: You kind of got me thinking. Do you think that's why a lot of people have kind of a, a twisted um, pelvis, like torsion?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, it's certainly, not a hel- it's, it's certainly not helpful. And since most... Adults drive and have been driving in their teenage years, which are still your bone setting years. And yeah, I, I think it's something that we spend quite a bit of time doing quite a bit more time doing than we do any sort of corrective exercise to undo
2: it true that okay so we've got our footrest pedal which is just you have to train yourself to use it i mean even if you have a clutch a manual car where you need to use your left leg more you just could train yourself to use it i did after you posted on that as i just started making myself use that left leg rest and like you said it's not natural at first but it's very nice
0: okay so this the second thing though too so in addition and i i haven't been able to figure out how not to do this. When I push the gas pedal down, the way my leg reaches the gas pedal. So a lot of times it's, I don't know if, I don't know if there's solutions to a lot of these things. It's just a lot of questions that I get and probably you get too are what's making this. And you know, you think about in terms of when you're moving, it's like, okay, I'm going to make my workout more symmetrical in the way that I'm walking more symmetrical. But then there's these heaps of time we spend doing this thing that That is loading the body. And and one of the things that I do when I push the gas pedal with my right foot, I clench my toes and I can't stop because the way that my foot, the way that my leg is already reaching, the only way I can get my foot to the gas pedal is by plantar flexing or pointing my toe. But I, I still don't have enough. I don't have the lever length. My toes have to become part of this lever. So I scrunch my toes too at the same time. And to keep my toes relaxed is to fatigue another muscle. So I play with the distance of my uh, seat a little bit to see if I can get that toe clenching to relax. So if you're dealing with like toe contractures or hammer toes, you know, that toe scrunching, in addition to keeping your shoes on your foot, if you're wearing like uh, flip-flops or or mules or like a slide-on shoe, also look at, you know, you're driving. Are you, are you gripping the gas pedal? So I really pay attention to movement like with a lot of different things that I do and driving is... Something I don't have to do very much of anymore, luckily. But for those of you out there who are still are, you can pay attention to your toes. So that's hips, knees, and toes. And then ugh, the worst thing about the car for me is...
2: The fact that every single car seems to be a bucket seat now. Totally. What are your What are yours? That's what they are too. I mean, and they're pretty adjustable. My husband makes fun of me and calls me Mister Bean because I sit <laughs> so so far up because I'm trying to kind of untwist my pelvis and I'm trying to get my pelvis in the right position, and I, I sit so straight in the car that I do look like Mister Bean. But then there's that pesky headrest <laughs> that just no one can seem to design that properly. It's but uh, interesting. yeah. I got bucket seats, so.
0: You can't even get a car that doesn't have bucket seats anymore. Our our culture has shaped our bodies, which is now shaping the furniture, which is shaping the next generation of culture, right? Like your kids, right. like they're just bucket, like you're just like, they don't, they're not standing a chance. Like they're just bucketed out. It's just buckets, buckets everywhere. So debucketing the seat of your car. And what I do is um, I take a towel and I fill in the back of my car the back of my car seat, so that the part that you sit on, the the bench part, is as horizontal as possible. So a lot of people will say, well, I that's what I use a lumbar pillow for. I'll put the lumbar pillow, they'll put it on the vertical part. The backrest. Of the seat, the back, thank you. (laughs) The non-vertical vertical vertical part. The (laughs) backrest, they'll put it on the backrest trying to prop their lumbar spine up. The only difference in doing that is that the loads are different. I wrote about this. I believe I put it in um, the "Don't Just Sit There" ebook about office because car drives, commutes are part of office life for a lot of people. So I was talking about you know we we have this notion of the spinal alignment we want to maintain. So a lot of people will force themselves into. A neutral pelvis, meaning that they've tipped their pelvis forward, but they're doing it essentially uphill. They're in a bucket. So, so while the position might be, quote, neutral, the f- loads are not, meaning that you're actively having to fire the extensors in your spine to get that to happen. And that's not what alignment is. Alignment is that, that both the position and the forces and the loads are, quote, Neutral or, or what they're supposed to be. So, you don't want to have a lumbar pillow shoving you uphill where the tendency is still passively rolling back down. You just want to get rid of the force that's rolling you backwards. And so, for me, well, I don't know if it's for me, like, so just fill in the seat, take your lumbar pillow and put it on the seat,
2: you know, and sit on it to kind of promote a roll forward, if you will. And will you describe again what you're doing with the towel on your backrest? Like, is it the length of the backrest or? it's, It's not on the backrest.
0: The towel is on the seat. Okay. The towel is on the seat. And all I'm doing is I'm filling the hole. So, you know, if it's a bucket, you can get it to stop being a bucket by filling up, The void of the bucket. So I just, and and you can, there's a picture of this on Unpip Your Ride. I just fill the downhill slope with a towel so that there is no more downhill slope. My butt's half on the towel, half on the seat, but there's no more, there's no more downhill roll for me anymore. That's awesome that's cheap. it's cheap, it's fast, and it's a really great way if you're logging a lot of miles to instantly change the loads to your low back and your pelvis and your tailbone and really your abdomen too mm-hmm. like i mean all, all of it all of it is affected by this this bucket seat so so you know, you fill in your bucket and then you look at your feet and you're going, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I, I keep wanting to say the word retract is not, I, I want you want to stop retracting your left leg or pulling it towards you <clears throat> and reach it all the way back out. Another habit I have, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know why, I don't know where it started and it might not have started in the car. It might be elsewhere, but I tend to slide my rib cage towards the left when I drive. So, you know, there's a, a middle rest. Mm-hmm. It might have been back when I was cool and hip and 16 and badass. You know, like where you've got, you know, left hand on the steering wheel and right arm on the rest. Yeah. In the middle, but it's not just your arms that are doing that position. Your whole rib cages is sliding. So to not, is to take out that right to left slide. Or if you rest your arm, my grandpa used to drive around, he was a cowboy, with his arm in the window and he would drive with his right hand. And so he had, you know, a rib slide to the left. So just notice if you habitually assume some position that then promotes uh, a tension, which then promotes a bone shape, you know, just based on a bone shape or displacement, just based on the loads that you assume on a regular basis while you're driving in the car. So watch your right to lift, left shift. And then also your rib thrust, right? You want to, if you're rib dropping, you can use the back of the seat to drop your ribs back towards depending on how vertical your seat. So I I will roll my seat all the way up to make it as vertical as possible. If I didn't fill my bucket, that would be very uncomfortable because then I would be in a Mm hyper-flexed position. But because I filled my bucket, basically I'm trying to make my seat look like an L, like the letter L and then I sit in it.
2: So you might kind of look like Mr. Bean too. I probably do. Didn't Mr. Bean drive like a mini? Well, he did, but he just, you know, he was like very straight and he just was right up there he wasn't slouching in his seat
0: well he's mr bean like he's just very proper and very you know doing his little thing so yeah i definitely you know i'm definitely perched i'm definitely working while i'm seated i don't look like i don't look like i'm yielding to the chair you know where the chair is supporting me I'm, i'm doing work while i'm getting from point
2: A to point B in a car, which so there, is again not very often. There's no lowrider theme song playing while you're driving.
0: There could be. There could be a lowrider theme song playing, but I am not I am not emanating the lowrider. Is that right?
2: Yeah. What about hydraulics? Oh do you, do you bounce?
0: <laughs> I did. Well I came from a town where everyone bounced.
2: Awesome. So yeah. Yeah. Oh well neck. That's a big one. Yeah. I actually have a a sticker. Well, I used to have a sticker um, until I started to, this became a habit, but it was the idea of one of your amazing teachers at the Restorative Exercise Institute, Tim. And he says BOTNAL, which stands for back of the neck long. And I was totally, you know, just a forward head person. And Mm -hmm. so I just put botnal on a little sticker, like a a my name is label, put it in my car and tell. And every time I looked at that, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'd wrap my head back. But that's neck. I think a lot of people really, really thrust their head forward when they're driving. That's a tough.
0: Yeah, it's almost as tough as deciphering all of Tim's. Acronyms. (laughs) (laughs) He sometimes will just speak in acronyms. I'm like, I don't know what you're
2: saying. Just keeping it short and sweet. Botanile, baby. He is.
0: Botanile. So, yeah, like ramping your head up, definitely, like on the computer screen, you don't let your face drip towards your computer screen, and you shouldn't let your face drip towards your steering wheel either. Just slide slide your chin back, um, making sure that your ribs aren't coming up with you. And then, you know, it's like 10 and 2 is the safest position for driving, but I... For myself, will kind of you know play with different hand holds a little bit, you know, just to load my shoulders and my hands differently. So you, oh,
2: oh here I hear people. You hear people?
0: I Who's hear this? People. <laughs> did you want to? Did you want to make a surprise appearance on my podcast? Come on up. She's got to take off her boots first. Oh, man, she's not driving already. Is she, she actually, you know, here's the thing. I just watched. Her on her father's lap, drive into the driveway. So she absolutely is driving today. She just drove here right now.
2: Mm, quel coincidence! What was that? Quel, was that an acronym? No, 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 no. That was French.
0: Oh well. See, Tim also speaks French, so it's oh. hard for me to tell the difference. What would you just
2: say? I said, "What a coincidence that she drove here and you're recording." But did you say it in English? Podcast. No. How do you say? How do you say it again? Quel coincidence! Quel coincidence! See, very good. No.
0: Le Mont Charlie. She just gave me the, the sign that it is
2: time for her nap. Mm, wait, well, can she wait five more yeah. minutes? She uh, probably no. can. Excellent. Who
0: am I? Do you speak French? Do you know any French? Do you want to sing a song? No. 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 no.
2: Did you drive here? Mm-hmm.
0: What kind of driving did you do? That was No. I ate like you belly. You ate the berries? Yeah. You ate my berry? Yeah. How dare you? (laughs) Well, do you want to tell... No, don't twist that knob. Do you want to tell Danny anything? Yeah.
2: Did you eat the berries?
0: Did you eat the berries?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah? Here, put these headphones on.
2: Yeah. Did you drive here? Did you drive a car? Yeah. Was it fun? Yeah. Good for you. Way to go, girl.
0: Who helped you drive? Dada. Dad it helped you. Did you go fast or slow?
2: Fast. You go fast?
0: <laughs> did you go did you get pulled over by a policeman?
2: Oh, uh, I didn't. That's good. At least she's a straight arrow too. Just like her mom. Alright. She's a fast driving straight arrow who didn't get pulled over by the cops. Are
0: you ready to go to bed? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Okay. Can you say goodbye? Bye. Goodbye. Nice talking to you. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to hop off. That is okay. I think this is a good enough show. Lots of tips. Very helpful. I'll include the blog links, and you go tuck that kid in. I will. Thank you so take much. take one yourself. Yeah, I will. All right. All right. Thanks, Dan. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Right. Okay, so we were hijacked, or shall I say carjacked, by an adorable-sounding, speed-driving two-year-old on Katie's end and some antsy kids letting a scrabbling chihuahua into my office on my end. So it was a good time to end the show. I will put the link to Unpimp My Ride in the show notes. And remember, when you're out there on the road, pay attention to what you're doing. We want you to get there safe. Have a great day.
1: Thanks for listening. For more information, visit Katie Bowman's edutaining blog, Says.com. For books, online classes, downloads, and continuing educational courses with Katie, visit the Restorative Exercise Institute at restorativeexercise.com. Her most anticipated book, Move Your DNA, will be available in September 2014. You can learn more about Danny Hemet at moveyourbodybetter.com and dannyhemet.com.